Welcome back, everybody, to episode nine of the Beers and Beads podcast. How you doing, everybody? My name is Gabe, and today I'm joined by my friend, the man, Woodsy. How you doing, man? Hello. Woodsy's over there drinking what? I said I'm good. How are you, Gabe? Friggin' don't yell at me. I'm great. I'm tired. If you guys don't, I'm exhausted. If you're watching the video, you can tell. I'm a sleepy boy. I woke up at 6.45 in the morning to start this, and then I took like an hour-long shower, and then I got out, and I still wasn't awake. So, but I'm drinking coffee now, so I'm feeling great. Look, oh, dude, for the video, people are making kind of How do you do this? How do I do what? Like the fun things in the coffee. Oh, so we have, so so what Woodsy's talking about is, uh, excuse me, White Paw made me a coffee, and she put a Christmas tree in it. <laughs> so we bought a mixer. We bought it like a milk froth. Yours look boring, dude. Mine looks great. We bought a milk frother on Amazon for like 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it came with a pack of stamps, like of coffee stamps. So it's just like a plastic thing. I don't know why I said the word stamps. They're stencils. But it came with like a, a plastic thing and you just pour cinnamon on top. And it's delicious. Ooh. Yeah, so we use almond creamer and then we froth that and then put it in the coffee. It's like actually really good. Also, it makes it your coffee like taste a like a the- dessert. I, I thought it would like be. British people in tea, we're just like, yeah, tea, tea bag, mm. or milk. Oh, so this is what I actually wanted to ask you, Gabe. Go for it. Because this this whole conversation was going on Twitter. It's not even in our topic list. Yeah. Um, for today, but um, Americans have recently discovered electric kettles because you told me the yep. other day, don't worry, bud. I'm only gonna be three minutes. I've got an electric kettle. Yep. And it, it hit me, and I was like, what, what, why is he flexing that he's got an electric kettle? Like, everyone in the UK has an electric kettle. We didn't. Yeah, it's not a thing in the US, is it? No, it's really not. And you want to know something more stupid? Up until I'm, I bought my own, like, tea kettle that goes on the stove. <clears throat> Excuse mm-hmm. me. Uh, tea kettles had metal handles. Ouch. Yeah, so you always had to use, like, a oven, like, rag or whatever, oven towel or whatever. Yeah. Always. And I just realized after I got the electric kettle, I was like, why? What, why the frick? It's fine. Yeah. It's not going to melt from that. <clears throat> like, if you build it properly. Yeah, no, because I, I, like, literally I was flabbergasted with it. And um, there, was, uh, there was people on Twitter and, and then they were like, oh, here's some tips if you haven't thought of any. If you guys want to need to bring your p- water to a boil when you're cooking pasta, just boil the water in the kettle and then pour it in the, in the, in the thing. And I'm like... How do you think I survived uni? That's literally all I did every day was boil water in the kettle, pour it in a pan, and put pasta in it because it's you know cheap and easy. Yeah. Just it's weird when you think about it, like how similar British and American culture is in some ways, and how completely different it is in in others. I'm starting to become a tea man, but I don't know why I said started. That's a lie. Woodsy knows I drink a lot of tea. I had tea three times yesterday. I get it, man. It's like it's like mentally comforting. I think to it's like good. just. Have a tea, and there's all different kinds. I drink black teas in the morning. Uh, I like, I love peppermint tea at night. It's just so good, or lavender, or chamomile, or chamomile, as I like That's to say. That's too fancy for me. Yeah, it's too fancy for me. I'm like, I, I think, I don't know, man. It's PG tips in the UK. I assume it's English breakfast tea. And that, I think that's all it is. So how you say you have it in the morning, I think, in the US. But mm-hmm. for me, it's like that every day, all, all the time. You're used to it at this point, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't even drink like that much tea. Like my parents drink like six or seven cups of tea a day, but I'm just like I'll have a tea like every so often. The Brazilian you know, like tea, tea phase. You you had a tea phase? Like I have a tea phase. Like I'll, yeah. I'll drink tea for like a week and then I won't drink it again. I do this. I do the same thing. I, I do the same thing with coffee. Sometimes I'm just like I'm not drinking coffee this week. 
because I don't, I don't want to. And there's nothing about it. And then I'll go like two weeks straight where I drink like four or five cups a day. The Brazilian thing is coffee. So that was that yeah. was surprising to me the first time I went to Brazil. Um, like the first day, my aunt like got up at like six in the morning and she went to the store and bought us bread. And I was like, oh, this is so special. Oh, this is awesome. And she got us like fresh, freshly sliced like a uh, ham and fresh cheese and everything. And I had an amazing breakfast and coffee. And then two hours later, she's like, I'm making coffee. Who wants some? And I was like, I'll have some more coffee, even though I'm like 11. But, you know, the adults are letting me have coffee. And I'm like, yeah. And then yeah. then like three hours later, she's like, all right, I'm making more coffee. Who wants it? And then I took more coffee. And then by 4 p.m., I was wired. And we started setting off fireworks in the... <laughs> off in the driveway <clears throat> jesus christ and then she comes out and it's like 6 30 and she's like she's like okay guys come on come on in for um dinner or whatever the frick it wasn't dinner it was just like a uh i don't know what you would call a late night snack or not a late evening afternoon snack and then i had more coffee mm -hmm. and my parents were pissed because it was like four o'clock in the morning and i was just playing my game boy in the room <laughs> and i didn't have headphones at the time it's too young oh, no. <laughs> it's just playing pokemon oh, and you can hear no. the little like the pokemon cries and like the battles and everything oh yeah. god yeah i love it i'm glad i discovered it because i don't know man americans are stupid like why didn't why didn't we have that it's not like it's not like it's new technology you guys have had electric kettles no. for a long time right i like ever since i was a kid we've had electric kettles and i'm 24. Yeah, I like think it's, in my in my living memory, I just remember us having electric kettles. So like at least twenty years. I think it's just me. I think maybe I just didn't know about it. I don't know. Oh no 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 no! A lot of Americans don't know. Yeah. It's okay, okay. Gabe. I'm not calling the Americans out. I'm just saying you don't know, and it's just different in culture. And it's, it, it was mind blowing to me that something as trivial trivial as an electric kettle wasn't known. I'm glad we have it now. It's cool, man. It's neat. Yeah, man. It's, it's very cool. neat. If you don't have one, you can. Uh, the sponsor of this week's episode is Kettles R Us. <laughs> um, <laughs> Make sure to order using code Beers and Beans Podcast. This is, you know, Hoggies. Official. Oh, I'm just ready, man. I'm getting ready. Who knows? We might get some Official might get kettle sponsor. Soon. Frick, right, dude. So if, I go, if I go look, if I just accidentally promote a website for free, I'm, I'm going to be pissed. I would love to go to Kettles R Us. Kettles R Us. <laughs> I, I imagine there's probably a website. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I, can, I know this has nothing to do with what we want to talk about, but welcome to the, the podcast. Here's the deal. Me and Woodsy are two content creators on Twitch, and we wanted to do something outside of Twitch, outside of a live audience, for ourselves to have fun. And so sometimes we're going to talk about whatever we want to talk about. And speaking of what you just said, I don't know of any company besides Toys R Us and besides Apple that have had that many people try and mimic their name. Mm-hmm. So Toys R Us, I get. The R <laughs> yep. Us thing. Mm-hmm. Apple was the I. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I keyboard. Right, I, I, I was, whatever I was so the frick. confused with you. I was like, bro? Yeah. What do you mean? There's a company called Banana and Orange? I was like, no, no, no. no. Orange, Orange is a company. They're an O2. Not an O2. I think they're now owned by O2. They're a cellular mobile company in the... Oh, you're right. Yes. Yeah. I got Orange I when I went to Paris. I thought you called them out for being named by fruits. And I was no, like, what? no, no. No, I get, I get like I shop and stuff, and and there's some this. big ones like iCooker was a huge line of um, Instapots, I, I think. iKettle. iKettle. There you go. It's a Wi-Fi kettle that you can boil from your phone. Because I was gonna buy it for my mum once, but she has that's, like a hundred pound electric kettle. I'm bringing the conversation back to kettles. That's kind of cool though. I'm not gonna lie. If I could like Bro, just go like, on my phone. Exactly. If I'm gaming, I can set the kettle up to boil whilst I'm waiting for my pot noodle. Mm -hmm. I could just, I could, just, I could be playing, like boil and pour in my pot noodle. I'm good to go. I have a question for you based go. off what you just said. Go ahead. What now in your adult life? 
what have you experienced that you, you just had to take a second and be like, dude, we're, we're really in the future. Like, we are in future technology. I was worried where he was going that someone left a depressing comment in my uh, Discord today. I'll get into it in a sec. But to answer okay. that question, um, what made me realize that we're in the future? Mm -hmm. What did you just like do one day and just for some reason you were like, ah, this is kind of cool that this is a thing that exists. I think, I think it was the Wi-Fi lights. Yeah. I think it was, it's not the clap, like, because the clapper existed for a while, then mm -hmm. it was the clap yeah. on, clap off, the clapper. Um, but it was the fact that I can just, like, talk to my Alexa and be like, yo, turn my lights off or change my colors to, like, mm -hmm. whatever I want. And then you can set scenes. You can be like, Alexa, play sexy lights. And then, like, the, the lights change, the music comes on, and you're like, bow, bow, wow. I have the same scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun to just do I'm, I'm glad we both had the same experience because one day i i've had um i've had smart lights for years now at this point like two or three or four or five years something like that and yeah, it's even yeah. a known thing on my stream we used to have it for a while that people could uh use channel points to change my lights i removed it after some people started saving channel points and then spamming it so i'm gonna add it back though but now but now they have a channel point cooldown feature yes which is thank god oh, i can't believe they added that but um, yeah, I, I sat in bed one day and I was so tired and I think White Paw was already passed out. I don't remember. And I was so tired and I laid down and then I woke up like two hours later and all the lights were on. And I was just like, frick, man, was I really that like exhausted? And I looked at my phone, it was 2.30 in the morning and I didn't want to go turn off the lights, but you know, they were bothering me. And then I just happened to be tired enough that I forgot. And I was like, oh yeah. Hey Siri, oh, turn yeah, off the lights. Minute. And then it no, don't you do it! Don't stop. Okay. <laughs> I was literally like, oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry if I turned anyone else's on. But, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I did that, and then everything turned off, and I was like, this is kind of crazy. This is this is cool. It's a neat thing. And then I went back to sleep, and I passed out. Yeah, mine was because I initially got them because my light, I'd have to get up out of bed to turn it off because it was so high, mm -hmm. and my bed was so low, mm -hmm. and it, I'd also sleep against the wall, so I'd have to like get out. But I'd normally get into bed after football and I'd be shattered and like I'd lay there, I'd chill and I'd be like, all right, I'm going to sleep. Then I have to get up and then turn the lights off. And then go and, through them. Yeah. And now I've got them. Um, I haven't actually, I've bought extra lights recently and I've got mm. them to go in here, but I haven't actually changed them yet. So this is all going to change soon. Were you, but it'd be cool. Were you scared of the dark when you were a kid? Mm, yeah. I was, I was pretty scared of the dark. So my um, parents got, it's, I don't know if you had it in the UK. It's like this little dome light. You click it, it turns on and off. You ever seen that? Yeah, I had exactly that. Yeah, my parents got me one of those because you said you slept against the wall and you immediately reminded me. So they put it right next to my pillow, basically. So when I would go to sleep, I would have that on until like I felt more than tired enough and then I would click it off and then the only thing that would be on in my room would be my nightlight. But yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I don't know why. That just like triggered that memory for me. A little. Damn, bro. We're getting deep. We're getting deep. Hey, right. if you want to learn about us, freaking listen to the podcast. Hi, everybody. Go ahead, Woodsy. Tell us what we got today. Well, first off, if you haven't already noticed, um, this is the first rec second recording, but first actual episode since we recorded the next week's episode two days ago. <laughs> uh, I've got the new mic. Oh, ah! Audio levels will probably sound better, we hope. Oh, um, no, it sounds so plan. good. So good. So, um, yes, get used to me sounding like sex on voice ice. I don't know. I don't know. Almost I had it. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah i don't know the voice is nice mm -hmm. uh, or the mic is my voice is still my voice so you know i hate it but it is what it is um anyway uh so if you didn't see this week on twitch uh they saved the world do you know how they did it they took away the blind tag blind on, playthrough um, on twitch so for blind playthroughs so if someone is not familiar with what a blind a blind playthrough is a blind playthrough is where a streamer who hasn't looked at the game, knows nothing about the game, goes on and plays the game, essentially blind. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's called a blind playthrough, because they are, have a lack of perception of what the game entails, and so on and so forth. Yep. But Twitch took it upon themselves. Apparently, there was um, feedback from the community that this was ableist. Mm-hmm um and as such they removed blind playthrough so the platform does not is not seen as ableist yep um the outrage from the community that followed was who one who the heck complained about this because nobody knows of anyone who has actually complained about this who is blind specifically specifically who is yep. blind as well and uh number two is that like why you know just just why it wasn't a problem no one asking any questions why have you done this because there is a lot of people were and it essentially came from a tweet that aurelian posted now aurelian isn't a community manager at twitch oh used is to be community like, manager is now is head of all community mm -hmm. aurelian is very up there in twitch and and to preface this because we are going to dog on her a little bit here because honestly i do think this has a lack of voice but me Gabe, I've been a fan of Aurelian for, at this point, almost seven years, I think. Maybe more. Maybe a little bit less than that. So I am a very big fan of her. I watch her play her Minecraft. I used to watch her streams all the time. I've been following her for a long time. But I still strongly believe that this was handled crazy inappropriately. Go ahead, Woodsy. Mm -hmm. So she tweeted, I happy to see Twitches listen to everyone who shared feedback and remove the blind playthrough tag to encourage more inclusive language for our community. You can still use first playthrough or opt to use in combination with no spoilers for the same sentiment. Now, if I'm playing something with no spoilers as a tag, that means nothing to me. Like, if anything, on if you, you know how Twitch works. People are yep. going to go looking for the no spoilers and purposely spoil the game. Yep, yep, yep. You'll never catch me having no spoilers on my game because you put positive vibes in the chat and you get people come in and be like, oh, I'm going to top myself. Because mm -hmm. that's how people are on Twitch. They're just weird. And um, yeah, so the one of my favorite replies was everyone who shared feedback. Uh, okay, but who says Adri underscore Rin? And it says who is actually giving feedback on this? All I'm noticing are a bunch of PR people saying this will be more inclusive while comparing a totally correct usage of a word to actually derogatory, disrespectful slang. Mm. Because if you look at the definition of blind, the first definition, unable to see because of injury, disease, or a congenital condition, a blind man with a stick. Mm -hmm. You know the. the essentially ableist if we was going against it, it would be ableist um or the second definition lacking perception awareness or discernment because if you're playing a game for the first time you lack awareness or perception of how the game is going to be played and that is why the blind playthrough tag exists and everything's okay so what actually happened was another streamer replied to this and says hi I'm a blind streamer who uses Twitch and I wasn't asked for feedback. I'm not offended by blind playthrough, but I am offended that this has given the false narrative to blind people. Once again, we are being overlooked and words are being put in mouths. Yep. And that's where this problem occurs. And this is why everyone's so mad because it looks like blind people are waving their sticks. I, I refuse to make the walking stick pun joke there. It, it was tempting, but I won't. Um, 
but they're waving they're waving their sticks at uh people saying this is this is why people were separating us from the rest of the rest of everyone else on twitch like uh, being blind doesn't make you any less human it's the same as having two arms and having one arm like so just because someone hasn't got an arm doesn't mean they're any less human yep they're just in they just have an impairment you know i have it's... worked with so many blind people blind is a scientific definition that is what it's there for it is a definition so the more you learn about ableism and how toxic it is it, it gets very interesting like for example dwarfism dwarves are not short they're below average height and i am an average height person and then there are tall people so you if you switch your verbiage to maintain that it's the same thing there's average sighted right far-sighted mm -hmm. near-sighted and then completely blind so if you classify them appropriately there's nothing wrong with that but to say that using the term blind is derogatory in and of itself is i think ableist because you are saying hey don't worry we'll take care of your problems for you because we have the power to do so. Even though no one said, hey, I have a problem with this. They're like, no, 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 we got it, we got it, we got it. We'll take care of this for you. We know you can't do that, so we got it. We'll, we'll solve it. It's the same thing that I learned um, not too long ago, but I, I had a person who was in a wheelchair that I was working with get upset with me because I kept constantly um, adjusting the workflow to them. And they, they kind of told me, they're like, I'm, I'm 65. I've been in a wheelchair since I was 20. I'm very used to doing stuff for myself. I appreciate what you're doing. I need you to stop. And I, I was like, I was 18 and I kind of took a step back and I was like, um, okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. But like, we're not supposed to be handholding anybody. That's equality mm -hmm. isn't handholding. Equality is listening and deciding what to do from there. But you can't have a bunch of people who are perfectly able to make a decision. Um, there was a response to what Woodsy just read from Milton T. Pike that I really liked, that said, I like to think that I'm pretty progressive, or at least I try to be. I don't know <clears throat> that I'm totally on board with the whole inclusive language thing here. Blind, it importantly, has contextual definitions. For example, in science, there's a blind study or a double blind study. Typically, have nothing to do with vision at all. The medical definition of blind study is a study done in a way that patients or subjects do not know, as are blinded to what the treatment they are receiving to ensure the results are not affected by the placebo effect. Mm -hmm. The word blind has has a reason to exist, and and this isn't that. Um, someone else uh, stated something really cool. They said that they're blind, and if they wanted to solve or if they wanted to allow more inclusiveness for blind people, that they should turn on second audio track TTS. Yeah, apparently so that that's on like... other places. I didn't know that other sites have yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's 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 wild to me that this is their first step. You know. For visual or for uh, auditory impairment, they have, have you seen those cool CC features where it uses AI to type out what you're saying while you're talking? Yeah, that's cool. I that's wanted to awesome. know how to get that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. There's a one that you can get that's right inside of OBS that's better than the one that Twitch, Twitch offers, but it's still cool oh, yeah. that there's multiple offers, right? Yeah. So having a second track TTS would probably be a much better idea than removing the term blind playthrough. And blind playthrough and first playthrough are not the same thing by the way. So you can know a lot about cyberpunk and have play a first playthrough of it. Yeah, exactly I'm doing my first playthrough of cyberpunk yeah. goes live today. Like I'm going to do my first playthrough of cyberpunk, but I know a frick ton about it. But you know what? Whereas I did do I'd a blind, blind playthrough. Yeah. Because I don't know anything. <laughs> I did do a blind playthrough of Subnautica. Someone from my stream gifted me Subnautica and was like, Hey, you should play this. It's a cool story player game. And I was like, all right, cool. 
So what did I put on? I put the blind playthrough tag on. I put the no spoiler tag on. And I just did it. And I played it. And and it's it's just weird to say that. I don't know. It's just it 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 makes me uncomfortable because I think we are in a very dangerous place in the world where we are constantly apologizing on behalf of others without asking their opinion. Yeah. Which makes them feel less heard than more included, basically. I had a weird one of this not too long ago. Yeah. You know, you know golf, the sport? Mm-hmm. And you know what it's called when somebody has a score? Like, it's a handicap. Mm-hmm. You're given a golf handicap. I think in the UK, men start at 28, women start at 36, something like that. And then you go down and the better you get, the more closer you get to zero and you have less and less of a handicap. Okay. Anyway, we're sat there in a restaurant and my brother is also disabled. Yeah. A common term referred to in the UK as handicap. Yeah. And somebody made a joke about a golf handicap and then like looked around and looked at my brother and then like got up and apologized to us. Mm. I was like, Okay. It's like two completely different things. Yeah. I was like, there's, there's, there's absolutely no reason whatsoever for people to get upset. But everyone's so scared of offending everyone nowadays that yep. they just, you know, it's, it's, it's a definitely a very bit it, over the top. It's worse because you're making like you're, that person made your brother feel bad by calling attention to the fact that he's handicapped for no reason. Yeah. He wasn't even yeah, involved in probably, the situation. Exactly. You know, that's like me walking into somewhere and and talking about how long and beautiful my hair is and i go over to the ball guy i'm like oh sorry bald dude that hey, would be weird me? no you look at me when you say that no you definitely looked at me <laughs> i did i looked over there <laughs> no but but that's what it comes down to that's basically what it is it's just it's just rude and i think the big big problem here and, and me and woodsy were talking about this before the podcast started is twitch has serious issues with inclusivity mm-hmm. like there are the top majority sorry the top um one percent not the majority the minority but the top of the top streamers use words like retarded daily yep daily the word retarded is a medical definition i stopped using it a long time ago because of that reason and it's used daily people call their subscribers and their chat retarded constantly and that is messed up like it, it is meant for one specific thing I have worked with retarded people. I've learned a lot about that culture through working with them. They're just humans that have a mental disability. They're not just somebody who's being dumb for the day. You know, like the word dumb and retarded are not synonymous. And I think people need to get away from that. But keep in mind, those same people were the people who used to call people gay nonstop. You know, True. but now that gay is calling someone gay and it being a negative thing is like instantly cancelable right nobody does it everyone's like oh i'm done i'm off of that but this is still okay then twitch is like nah ah, we'll worry about that later because they make us millions and millions and millions but blind playthrough that was messed up we got to take that off right away it does seem like if you're gonna go after something as you know little as blind playthrough the way it gets though Mm -hmm. it doesn't get offended about but people do get offended about being called retarded so Mm -hmm. you know because it has such a negative connotation towards it the way it's used in twitch especially the, you know, I think that's what you got to go after first. Yeah. How how long would it take to take one employee, have them spend one week, 40 hours, and just type in every single possible derogatory name that they could think of and then ban those names from being created on Twitch? I think it would mm-hmm. legitimately only take two days, but let's give them a week, a full 40 hours, 
And so I never have to see another racist name in my chat again. That would be good. The racist names that come in aren't even hard to see. Like, it's immediately recognizable. Hey, that's racist. Hey, look at that. Super racist. But no, that's that's so hard to stop people from making racist names. That's the hardest thing I've ever heard of. It's crazy. I will say, just just to um, be fair to Aurelian here, she is the head of community at Twitch, but she has no access to moderation. She is not on the moderation team. The reason she's getting flamed is because everyone follows her because she's the head of community on Twitch, and because her her lack of um, her lack of sight, for lack of a better term, on this issue was wild. Because someone pointed out in her replies, she has multiple times where she does blind taste tests, blind this, blind that on her channel. And now she's jumping on board with being like, yo, we can't do this anymore. You got to take a look at yourself before you do something like that. You got to. Does, it does also bring the question into the fact of when things were acceptable in the past, are they now acceptable now? Mm-hmm. Um, because people obviously at the time, things were deemed excess, ex- uh, acceptable. Mm-hmm. And um, nowadays they're not. For instance, there's the ongoing one in the UK with the song The Fairy Tale of New York. It has a line in it which uses a homophobic slur whilst a couple are drunk and arguing. Mm-hmm. And it was accepted for many years. And then this year, BBC Radio 1 announced that they're not going to be playing that song. Um, that caused a large uproar. Um, everyone was like, oh, it was okay at the time, blah, 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 blah. And now it's like, because it's not acceptable now, they're like, no. Whereas videos and stuff that were created in the past where certain things were deemed acceptable to where even the creator themselves is now speaking out against it. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. should they just delete that video? Should they leave it up? Should they do something, whatever? You know, it's it's, it's a thing that's up for debate and it's a tricky one. Yeah, inclusion is difficult, right? Because you're you you have to retrain everybody, but it should happen. It should definitely happen. But there should be a consistent communication amongst the people that are actually being excluded, than just random people who are all perfectly able deciding for people who are not able. Like that's mm-hmm. that's wild to me to make a decision on behalf of another community that you don't have those people on. Now we don't know, right? We don't know whether or not. Twitch contacted blind people to speak with them about this, but from the replies, just like Woodsy read, and I read another one, blind people are saying that they were not contacted. Contact creators on the platform who specifically have in their titles, in their bio, that they are a blind streamer or blind creator have not been contacted. So I I, I don't know what the deal is there. I have no clue, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I've, yeah, seen people, tricky one. I've seen people who are blind use their computer better than people who have sight. That's all I'm saying. I've worked with a lot of people on tech support, and they know how to use their machines. So I was gonna say I've like watched my mom use a PC, and it's frustrating. Yeah, and she's perfectly, she's, she's perfectly able. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, man. There's this. So that we had this essentially on Twitter, and this there was the first meltdown of the week, mm-hmm. and then we had another meltdown later in the week. Yep. Um, it started off with a Twitter account, and we're gonna <laughs> shift over subjects now, as this is uh, Stan culture. Mm-hmm. Now, Stan is essentially from this Eminem song, Stan. It's someone who is crazily obsessed with a person or celebrity f- figure. Um, and they dedicate themselves to that person and often make up Stan accounts on Twitter. They make Stan groups. They do all this stuff. And um, it's from an account called Jaws Halt 1. Uh, I, I personally don't know this person. I might have 
completely butchered that. It might be Jaw Short. I don't know. This is the problem with Twitch and Twitch names, you know, and Twitter. <laughs> you never know which one's which. True. But uh, anyway, it started a debate, and essentially, you said if you're a stan or a part of a Twitter group or participate in any activities associated with the culture, please unfollow. I can't tolerate it any longer and wish to have nothing to do with it. I don't care if it has to do with me or somebody else. The culture is toxic. Every experience I've ever had with the community is negative. I'm sick of looking at Instagram and seeing the people I'm tagged in yet another edit made with some garbage phone app. I'm tired of random people obsessing over me and more so obsessing over people such as Dream. So what he goes on to talk about is Dream and Corpse and himself have people who obsess over them. He's spoken out against it. Corpse and Dream haven't. And they've both, this past year, it's received accelerating growth like is extremely rare like one in a million kind of growth and it's because of these people such as the stands that you can say and therefore i think they're scared to speak out against it mm -hmm. but something came up the other day that gabe you mentioned uh, when we were talking about it as well that being called dream gendered yeah and this sparked a big out outburst from the community you know it's the problem with so we're starting to finally understand what transgender culture means, right? The issue is that someone who is eight or nine years old doesn't. And they don't understand how insensitive they are being by deciding that they're a random gender. But this is not gender of male, female, or non-binary. This is dream gendered. Pronouns go dream, dream. Signifier gender is MCYT. Minecraft YouTuber. Like, these are people who are taking the, the concept of being transgendered or, or non-binary or multigender or gender fluid is one thing. Mm -hmm. Being another human being is not a gender. That's, that's literally imitation, you know? And it's dangerous because that tweet specifically, they came out, they made a flag for Dream Everything. That tweet yep. exploded because people were so proud of it. And that's dangerous. Obviously, the transgender community and more was not excited by it. The more you have these fake and viral meme-style things, the, the more pain it causes to people who are actually trying to go through the transition process and, and dealing with, like, the world's not open to transgender people yet. It's starting to, but it's still not. And so it's dangerous to have these kids who think it's cool to be like, I identify as dream. It's like, no, you, you can't do that. You can't deal with that type of thing and that unhealthy relationship is terrifying um i i heard something interesting about the talking about this whole topic that when we were kids we had fangirls right yep. fangirls was the crazy people people used to fangirl over miley cyrus hannah montana all that stuff but they could only watch you know the show and the show was maximum 28 minutes long they could binge the entire series but that was it that's all they could watch now Kids have access to full Twitter accounts and YouTube channels with hundreds of thousands of hours of content. So they can binge this stuff 24-7 and they can create this parasympathetic relationship in their head and then all of a sudden believe that they truly are meant to be with this person. They are truly meant to be dating this person. This is going to be their future husband, future wife, whatever it is. And then even more towards the... Uh, the, the concept of dream gendered. It's terrifying. It's terrifying because it, it is a really easy way to push down the actual problems of the transgendered community. And it's also a really scary way to change the mindset of young children. Which yeah, I, I think 
terrifying for this one for this one like the 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 blame has to fall on the creator who's allowing it Mm -hmm. like i know what's going on about me in a small scale Mm -hmm. i know it's harder when you're that big a deal and you have so many people in your following essentially but it's obviously something they they have to be aware of because of how like pronounced it on twitter if if you see anytime you see him trending you just see the stands are just essentially going crazy and corpse went trending four times in one week Mm -hmm. hugs for corpse hands for corpse hair for corpse and cats for corpse hugs for corpse is a bunch of people sending hug gifts hands for corpse corpse uh posted his hand and it got like 10 million likes on instagram or some junk and so people started posting their hands he posted a strand of his hair people started posting strands of their hair all this stuff people were doing fan art of them hugging his hair like these overly sexualized anime fan arts holding like a, a comically large piece of hair. And then the last one was, uh, what was the last one I said? Cats. cats for Corpse. And people were posting their cats because Corpse said he liked cats in one of his Among Us live streams. Like, Corpse like is that. agoraphobic from what he said. And the song that he made that has a lot of pain in that damn song. He's talked about his severe issues with anxiety. He's he. If you've never watched Anthony Padilla's interview with Corpse Husband, I highly recommend watching it. You get a little bit more of a, a background into his mentality. But understand, someone who doesn't want to be seen online, that's one thing. Someone who is aggressive enough to claim that they will sue anybody who has an image of their face and puts it online, that's a different level of issue. Like That is someone who only shows their face to the people they are most connected with, and that's someone who genuinely has a problem with it. And so to have that type of person then be praised by millions and millions of people, I can't imagine what's going on in his head. But he's got to say something because it's not okay, you know? It's yeah. not okay for these little, little kids to be so obsessed. But the money's got to be nice. I'm it's just saying, nice, they're making a nice lot of down, money. But, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a sticky situation, I'm sure. And now it's, it's starting with Tommy. Have you seen Tommy? Yeah, Minecraft YouTuber, isn't it? But yeah, now he's a stre- he's the number one streamer on Twitch. He went live in eight minutes, had two hundred thousand viewers in eight minutes. My man's at twenty five thousand subs. Welcome to the world of small streamer. I was going to say um, this when you said it earlier, but I've already had to have two conversations with two different people in my community to tell them, hey, I am not your friend. I am mm-hmm. not your mentor. I am not your uncle. I'm not your caretaker. And it's like a really weird conversation to have, but it needs to happen. I had someone reach out to me at three in the morning because they were having an anxiety attack. And I just had to straight up be like, hey, I understand what you're going through. You got to go talk to your parent. That's it. And then earlier in, in the morning, like I woke up at like six o'clock in the morning and I sent a massive message to them. And I was basically like, you need to understand what this relationship is here. Like I'm a streamer. You're a viewer. I love my viewers as a whole. I do not love any of my viewers individually. I don't. It's just that needs to be the relationship and it needs to be understood, especially with young people that barrier needs to be set. Because you can get a DM from whoever. And if the DM's like, hey, what's up? Hope everything's going good. That's fine. If the DM's like, hey, I'm really insecure about this and I don't know what to do about this and I was wondering if we could talk about it. Like, we can't have a two-hour conversation about your insecurities, my dude. That's not, 
that that can't yeah. happen. I'm sorry, you know. And they went away for like two weeks, and then they came back, and I think they kind of, kind of got the point that like, I'm not like their camp counselor, you know. Mm-hmm. As much as mm-hmm. it feels like I might be. Yeah, I know we discussed that in the past in the podcast as well. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's a tricky one trying to establish those lines. I had somebody overshare a lot, and he's a 15 year old, telling me in graphic detail about relationship things, and I'm like. I just I just ignored the message, didn't reply. I was mm-hmm. like, this is this is too far. It's scary. I'm not man. condoning this sort of, you know, thing. Yeah. It's very weird. Um but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. My headset's about to die. Uh oh. Rocket League season two. <laughs> I can't hear you right now, Gabe. Okay. Um so for those of you who aren't aware, Rocket League went free to play, and when they went free to play, they reshaped their um, seasons. So essentially, we was on about 14, 15 seasons. I think it was 14 seasons uh, since the first five years of the game launched and they had their own seasons and yada, yada, yada. Um, and then came the season reset. But um, what happened there was with the free to play, season one launched and that's now ended. They're now coming out with season two. And they've announced all the rewards. You get a nice, cool badge depending on what rank you got to. And unfortunately, Wizzy stinks at Rocket League, and he only got to Diamond and didn't get champion. Diamond three, say the real one. You almost got there. You were close. Oh, I almost, I almost got there, but yeah. yeah, Diamond three. It's Diamond still Diamond. You know, I can't say I got champ. I was champ last year, like before the reset, and mm-hmm. I never got champ back. But I improved as a player, so that's good. Good. Um, but the, they've announced some cool things. They're bringing some new things to the game. They are adding now player anthems. So whenever you make a goal, a awesome save, or get an MVP, you get a little music track in the background to hype you up, you know, and sort Sick. of like spur you on. Ooh, talk that about the cool, the tool uh, goal animation. Because I saw the goal animation in the battle pass thing. I don't know specifically what one he's on about, but I have a really cool anime bunny that pops out and does a little dance. And I like it a lot. Um, they're also bringing out new cars. It's called the Remix Car. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that car looks from the one that I can see in the game It kind of looks a bit like an existing car, which means it might get played Because the problem with the Rocket League is they bring out all these cars and then they're, they're terrible um, So nobody actually uses them But it'd be cool to see a car that actually changes the way the game's played because right now It's three main cars people either play an Octane, a Dominus or a Fe- uh, Fennec And you know, that's just how it is Which There's one do you play? Colors. I play the Fennec Okay Because it's cool and it's hard to For get. the non-Rocky League players out there, it's kind of like an SUV. It's got a fat butt. I'd say it's more like a, a state. Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool. And then this one looks like a souped-up sports car a little bit with a flat bonnet. Kind of like the Dominus. So that'd be interesting to see. Um, and they essentially launched the game. They've made some changes in terms of the way the rankings fall a little bit. And they... The whole cool thing of when Rocket League went free to play was they brought tournaments to everyone. And it was like, if you uh, if you wanted to play with your friends, you could just queue up as a three. You can queue up solo and it puts you in a tournament. And it's all done on Rocket League servers and it's all cool and it's very nice. But it, in actuality, it was difficult to get into. The spaces would fill up fast and there was errors with it all the time. They've now sort of announced that they're trying to fix that. They've fixed on some issues and added more capacity. So that's really cool. And they've added new titles because they added a new rank this season. So normally when you get Grand Champ in any season, you get Season 1 Grand Champ mm-hmm. as a banner. And that happens when you get it in a regular game mode. Well, what's cool and what I like what Rocket League do is they know there's different game modes that people 
sometimes it's easy to get grand champ in different ranks in other game modes yeah for instance you have regular competitive you have rumble you have which is where rumble is where rng factors come into play and you get power-ups okay hoops is essentially basketball you have to dunk the ball into a net it's very cool snow day is essentially table or ice hockey or just ice hockey really i suppose mm -hmm. and then you have drop shot where you have to smash the ball into the ground and destroy tiles and then put the ball through the hole that opens up and score so they've gone with the same ones that they always have for the grand champ roles so you get a season one grand champ banner if you've got grand champ in rumble you get season one rng champ if you got it in hoops it'd be season one dunk master snow day my personal favorite season one blizzard wizard <laughs> and in drop shot you'd That's get cool. season one floor destroyer but now they brought out supersonic legend which is now the new top top rank so mm -hmm. to keep up with that they've introduced new roles so competitive you get supersonic legend as a title my favorite now is our rumble you get r ingenious <laughs> which i enjoyed that's cool uh hoops you get legendary border uh, legendary baller sorry snow day you get ice titan and uh, my second favorite is drop shot you get tile annihilator just because it sounds like it kind of rhymes a little bit yeah that's cool but um i think it's pretty cool they're just they're, tr they're trying to find ways to reward people you know kind of kind of an interesting thing and they're trying to make small changes to the game that doesn't drastically change it like, do you, you like i feel like they're trying to reward players more do you think that's coming from fortnite right so i was actually going to mention this previously i don't think we ever really spoke about it they're changing the store and i feel like they're trying to bring things in that people want and like new one-offs so yeah. like how fortnite has new costumes come into the store rocket league will have like a set season or have the set cars and they'll bring in variants of it and it's kind of boring mm -hmm. but then like they brought in this funny anime explosion and i was like i want it i don't know why but i wanted it it's cool um, i've seen it it's awesome so I, we got it and it was cool and I, th I think that is the merge with epic and they're like trying to push micro cosmetic like uh, microtransactions more mm -hmm. and cosmetic items um and for me that's kind of pog because you know if you want to use any of that you can use credit code xwoodsy in the epic game store or do game barbosa someone's um but there are also now they've introduced an esports store that is permanent so the regular item shop would work in a trade-in trade-out basis like new stuff would come to the store each day and only be mm -hmm. available for a set day the esports section followed the same but you could never get anything there was limited options you know and now they've got an esports store that is set up for each region you can buy everything you want so if you want to support nrg you can buy all the nrg stuff if you want to support um dignitas you can buy all the dignitas stuff and however you want to do it and it's pretty cool or cloud nine too Although that's that's the way to do it though. nrg now so it's, it's nrg or nothing really <laughs> but that's the way to do that's it cool. i think 100%. epic is very good at microtransactions very good and it's cool to see them sharing that i just recently learned about today i don't want to really want to talk about it because i don't have a lot of knowledge but uh epic is hiring the studio called remedy which is a story-based studio and they're 100 percent funding their game and remedy will continue to own the ip but epic will make a large chunk of profit off it so i'm very curious to see what what that game is going to be when it comes out but it's cool to see epic becoming a publisher now and doing their thing helping out the little guy yeah also making a load of bank on the side a lot of bank a lot of bank well, they need to now they got their lawsuit with apple i, ju I just don't think they realized <clears throat> how that would how would work out i just yeah, don't think, think they got it work out their ideal way no i mean it's it's a uh, as last thing i saw it was um adjourned until march so <laughs> that's a long time to not have Damn. stuff on apple products 
Yeah, we'll see. But hey, I, I feel like now would be the time for Samsung or Google to do something cool, you know? Like some cool skin or something. I don't know. True. Because it would probably work out quite well. Yeah, why not take advantage of the, of so, the situation? Whilst we're on Epic Games. Yeah. Did you see what they released the other day? Nope. So on the next-gen consoles, capable of 120 FPS. Yeah. Fortnite competitive has to be played on 60 FPS on these consoles. Ah. Mm-hmm. So they've confirmed that Fortnite will run at 60 FPS. I don't know if it's just like if it's available to scale up to 120, but I'm pretty sure it's just it's capped at 60 FPS on the consoles. They then announced a deal with a mobile that can get 90 FPS. They're like the only mobile in the world that can get 90 FPS on Fortnite. Da 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 da. And they were promoting it. What is Epic doing? Are they drunk? I don't know. Because most mobiles are at 24 to, or 30. So to be at 90 and go against people at 24, you are going to annihilate them instantly. True. But in terms of consoles, I can see it a little bit more because there's not enough people have new consoles. So if they let anybody on 120 versus 60, especially with aim assist, because aim assist tracking goes by frames. So if you have aim assist and you can track 120 frames while someone else can only track 60... I'm sorry, but you're going to destroy them every time, no matter what. So I understand that a little bit. But then as soon as you added that other part, then it just means that they don't care about that because they're fine with people having different frame rates. So what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't even understand. I don't know, man. They seem kind of dumb sometimes. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I did see, though, that people were buying the the new iPads for the uh, Fortnite competitive uh, attorneys that had cash involved with them. And some mm-hmm. some PC players switched and started playing with a controller on the iPad for that reason. They won like 4K or something. They just money back, got a free iPad. Exactly, essentially, and more. You know, it's just interesting to me that Epic. Would, I didn't know they announced that. That is real dumb. Yeah. yeah. I've been liking Fortnite, by the way. I so I uh, I uh, started playing again. I played day one, and then I played uh, solos a couple hours yesterday, like an hour or two. I've been liking it. It's not been that bad. The changes Bro, they've made I, for me feel okay. I uh I'm I'm much better mouse and keyboard player now because mm-hmm. I play COD and all that on mouse and keyboard mm-hmm. and I'm happy with like how I progressed. I always played Fortnite on my controller and I can't play on either anymore. Yep. I stink. Uh, I won a game and I shouldn't have won like I won like we played two arena games like did three and I should not have won them, but I won them. Um and like Is editing cool. hard? Editing's easy on the mouse and keyboard. It's it's the build memory. I don't have that. Ah, uh, the so muscle like, memory. I yeah, it, I have it on control. I have the muscle memory. But my aim on controller is just gone now. It's yeah. shot. I can't. It's too fast. And I haven't. Like, I didn't change my sense. I had to lower my sense because it was just so fast. I was like, what is going on? Um, so that's a bit of a tricky. I don't know if I've got more stick drift. Maybe you, that might be it. You know, who said the same thing as you, Max. Sorry. So Max, Max, yeah, Max, if I did kind of the same thing you did, controller player to start, kind of tried to play on PC, went back to controller, then just got off Fortnite entirely. And it's really interesting hearing you say this because he said almost the exact same thing. Yeah, like my sentence was saved. Mm-hmm. And I had like, a, I think I had like a 40% horizontal and a 52% vertical because that's what it's changed my aim when it changed the legacy over. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they did that big uh, aim change. And then I tried playing it, and it just felt so fast. I've been playing my controller. I only use that controller to play Rocket League with. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I, I have a higher-ish dead zone on Rocket League. I don't know if I have a dead zone issue on my controller, but it just feels off. The aim just feels way too fast. You just can't handle the shots? I cannot. I'm like, I shot the kid with a shotgun. I hit him for eight for the final kill. For eight? I, 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 I admittedly already got him pretty weak, but like, I was like, that's with attack though. shotgun, like... Oh, that's, a, that's hitting, a... Yeah. Yeah, I'm hitting him for eight. I'm like, wow, that was lucky. That's kind of wild. Yeah, because I haven't played in so long, and it obviously used to be so good. And I was playing with someone who, I would say, would, it was probably about my skill level when I was good. And I was just like, I felt so embarrassed. Because mm -hmm. it was the first time playing with him as well. I was just like, oh my god, this guy definitely thinks I'm garbage. And I am garbage. But I was just like, <laughs> I can't deal with it. I'm off. Oh, man. I'll play some Fortnite if, with you if you want game. I'll show yeah. you how bad I am, but... I, I just like walking around and just chilling. I, I feel like it hasn't been that bad. I do think I screwed myself by playing the the last couple days of the last season. I played two days uh, and I got a 35 kill game win and then a 32 kill game win with uh, squads. I think my actual kills mm -hmm. was 11 and 13. But that I think that re-solidified my place in the higher SBMMM. SBMMMMMM? Yeah. That was weird. Um, but... I don't know. I've I've been I've been enjoying just like hanging out. Like I was playing the other day, uh, solos, and I was talking to chat while playing. And I usually can't do that in Fortnite, so I do enjoy the fact that it's it's like that. I it hasn't brought me back to the point where I like feel like I'm addicted again. But it's in, it's nice to be able to play and not get pissed off because that's what used to happen. I used to be able to not even play without getting pissed, just because I, mean, I would die to some stupid. The other day, didn't you? Yeah. How I used to do my triple threat Thursdays, you, you, you told me, you was like, oh, I used to turn, turn your stream off because you got so mad. Yeah. It's true. I did as a little rage boy. Because it was a rage-inducing game, man. It freaking sucked. You know what's not rage-inducing? Valorant. Rocket League. Screw Rocket League. True. Valorant. Wait, Rocket I was about to say, I've seen you get pissed at Rocket League. The amount of times I use the phrase dog poop and don't actually say poop, I say a different word. Um, when, I'm just talking about myself. Yeah. Because I just get mad at myself. Because I, I am a very serious... I'm what's called a serial whiffer. <laughs> I love to whiff things that I can normally hit. But yeah, it's fun. It's all good fun. I do like watching you when you're when you're actually going all out, though. Because I watched a game where you scored all four goals. It was 4-1, four, four, and you scored all four, and it was nice. You scored right, one on accident. Uh, yeah. One, one he, he got tapped off the back and then got demoed. And then uh, Sherbs came in to try and score the goal, missed. The guy came in to try and defend, missed, and the ball just kind of bounced right in. This, this is a diamond rank, by the way. Yeah. So like, it, it was it was bad whiffs because I watched. I actually watched Jcap play last night. Mm -hmm. um, he is a diamond one player, and I was he's on US servers, and I think I, I don't want to be mean, but I think the US servers are a little bit lower skill based than the EU. Probably. But I think the but I think the higher end of the players are actually better. But the general population, it tends to be that way on Fortnite. Because mm -hmm. the, the, just because of the sheer amount of players there are in that region, you tend to get a wider skill disparity. So therefore, the diamond is effectively the EU plat. Yep. Like the, the low diamond is the high EU plat. Mm -hmm. Because I was looking at him and he was doing stuff. And I was, I, he hadn't even challenged anything. I was just watching his mobility. And I was like, wow, I used to move like this a long time ago <laughs> it's, it's just like it's little things that you pick up in rocket yeah. league and that's what makes the game so addicting is that if you just go back and watch and like that's why replay light review is really important as well but like i'm by no means a a, a a good player like i'm pretty good but i'm not like you know top 
yeah i'm yeah. like diamond three so I'm, I'm i'm all right but people come in and they're like oh wow you're so good blah, blah 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 but that's just the beauty of rocket league because watching someone play better than you no matter what level they are you're just like wow that that's cool they're amazing i want to do that <laughs> yeah but then like you know you, there's just so much you can do and it's 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 the high level players that you see they just make everything look so easy mm -hmm. a lot of it's team Sorry. understanding as far as i've seen because they know when you do yes. something, they know where the ball's going. They're like, okay, I'm just going to go over here way early, and I know the ball's coming to me no matter what. And that's yeah. that's huge. It's rotations. Yeah. Um, you, so there's a general rotation rules in Rocket League that's been established by the community, and that's how people learn how to play Rocket League. In And you can solo queue, and you can play with people who you don't know. You don't talk to them, and you just do essentially rotations. Um, but... People break them. They get mad. Uh, Rocket League is extremely toxic. Because oh, it horribly on toxic. The team communication to win. I played one. I solo queued one game and someone dropped an F bomb on, yeah. on me. And I was like, wow. Yeah. The amount of times I've seen you been playing against other people and they quit is ridiculous. Yeah, but that's because of the forfeit feature and just because, like, oh, we'll forfeit. I forfeit well, forfeit's I different. Guy. I'm talking about people who rage quit. I've been seeing. Oh, I've yeah. seen you play against people and they just straight up rage quit, and then the other team has two people for the rest of the round, and then eventually they forfeit. Like, forfeit, yeah. I understand, but to rage quit in the middle of games consistently, like, that often is crazy to me. Like, they do get penalized for it. There's matchmaking queue times, extensions, and you get banned from playing and yeah. stuff like that from rage quitting too much. Um, but it, it is what it is. Like, I don't think I've ever rage quit out of a game. It's normally just toxicity. They get mad at the team, they stop playing, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, there's obviously a team chat as well as a all chat so you don't know what's being said in team chat sometimes and you're just true. like is someone is someone going off or is someone because a lot of people like to point fingers in team chat um because you know they stink but <laughs> they're jerks it is what it is you want to talk about uh valorant our hoodie orc yeah <laughs> i started playing uh valorant again, re again recently um just to have some fun with it it's a it's an fps that i like for me it still reminds me a lot of counter-strike so it's not um, it's not something I'm ever going to not like playing. I, I have a deep, deep connection with Counter-Strike, so I love that game. So every time I play Valorant, I love it. I more love watching it. Um, and recently, the Valorant first strike just happened, the first ever tourney, official run tourney for Valorant. Major, Major there you go. Thank you. Just happened, and uh, it was won by Hoodie Org, which is pretty sick. Um, yeah, we love that Hoodie Org, baby. Yeah, I just... Uh, thankfully, that that drama's finally gone. Um, Nate shot. I think he shot. I shot everyone up, didn't they? Yeah, Nate shot. Kind of just acknowledged that, like, he's trying to get better about trash talking and all that stuff, which is why, as an adult, he hasn't said anything yet about this hoodie or comment. And um, one of the player, what was the team of the guy who did it? Uh, G two. Maybe I don't know. Was it G two? I have no idea. I'd never heard of him. If you want to hear about it, go to uh, Esports Talk on YouTube. Jake Lucky talks about it. Basically, a, a CEO of another company said that they want to give their teams or they want to give their fans wins and not sell them shirts and make them watch videos, which is an arrogant statement in and of itself. And incredibly stupid. Yeah. Two of the most successful orgs, Optic, 100 Thieves, and including, I mean, FaZe do it as well. Yeah. Like, it's all content. Yeah. Content uh, and merch. Um, but he got roasted enough by 100 Thieves fans and other organizations roasted him too. And Hex. And Hex. Everybody roasted him because it was a stupid thing to say. And it finally ended by one of his team members posting a meme on Reddit talking about him. 
because uh, it was like a, a numbers meme because uh, they haven't won. So literally get wrecked. And then he responded back and he was like, basically like, LMAO, yeah, this is all fun and games. Uh, I definitely didn't mean to post the way I posted it. And honestly, I shouldn't have done it in the first place. But all, all good. Appreciate you guys. Hope everyone's having a good one. And I wish the best for all the orgs. Like, which is good. He had to do that. Making fun of himself, I think, was a good way to wrap that up. And yeah. and Nate Shot being the bigger man, which is not something he used to be. He used to be very toxic in terms of Call of Duty. He's a very toxic sport. And uh, all the people used to hate each other on it. And he was basically like, eh, forget about it. And he also brought up the fact that, like, 100 Thieves is an apparel company. When he wrote out the entire company, it was an apparel company. It wasn't until his friend told him, you should do esports. You know esports. You should add esports to this 100 Thieves organization. And so he hates when people call it a hoodie company because it is. But, you know, this hoodie company's annihilating. <laughs> like, I mean. Snots, man. He goes 30. Did you know that? Yeah. He goes th old man. Damn, bro. Nateshot tweeted out that um, he was going to be better than Hiko in two weeks because he's going to start playing Valorant competitively. Just like, not legitimately, but just as a joke. And Hiko's mom told him that he wouldn't be. <laughs> and then, so Hiko replied, he's like, Nateshot, don't worry. I believe in you even if my mom doesn't. <laughs> so, so funny. <laughs> so That's good. Jokes. That's jokes. Yeah, I heard the big star of that tour. I didn't actually, so I didn't actually watch any of it, but I heard the big star for 100 Thieves was Asuna. Yeah. Uh, he plays Raze, yep. am I correct? Yep. And uh, he basically plays as a duelist, and he was getting... He put a tweet out, and he was like... Everyone was like commending him for his plays, and he was like, listen, I'll g gladly give my life, because I'm a duelist. My sole job is entry. Yeah. And uh, ensuring my team can make the plays they need to make to win, I'll happily sacrifice my life in the game and watch them clutch out, you know? I was like, damn, that is a, a good obviously mindset to have as that role because like the thing is though i'd be interested to see if he can keep that mindset because he's young he's very young he, go he goes for him easily mm -hmm. um but if he can keep it like good on him because he's a weeb as well so you know my kind of guy to be honest uh, I, I, like I think people who are older start to develop that mindset so to have that young is pretty cool yeah yeah, so he's like, he seems like he's matured, but it's whether he's like, all of a sudden he's like, actually, I might be better than this teammate. Should I sacrifice their life instead of mine, you know? And mm -hmm. that's where it starts conflicting with his role. But he seems to understand what his role is and do it well and does it better than probably most people did in that tournament. So fair play to the guy. It's just a lot of people think, I don't, I still don't understand. Like, I talk about this all the time when I play Fortnite, my chat knows it well. I have a specific person in my chat that I yell at consistently because they love playing Fortnite with us, but they're they just don't understand what a team means. They, yeah. I don't think they've ever learned that word in their life, um, even though I have repeated the definition and screamed it to them many times. Um, yeah, but people play even Valorant. People play like it's a it's a one v five game, solo game, and it's yeah. like I, I don't understand what your thought process is here, like. What do you, why are you playing this game if you're not going to play as a teammate? Like, um, there was a, yesterday even, I was playing, and I pushed into a room as Raze. I like to play Raze as well. And I killed three people, and then I'm like, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me. I'm screaming at this Sage. Sage is literally next to me, and we're both in cover. And I'm just repeating, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me. Sage goes out, peeks, gets shot, comes back, heals themselves, and then gets headshot. I'm like, cool, very helpful. I have blast packs and I had a nade left. I was just gonna 
toss an eight, and then we would have would have won. We ended up losing the round. It wasn't the end of the day. We we won the match either way. But it's like to save your heal as a sage for yourself. Why be sage? At that point, you should be Reina, right? Mm -hmm. you, you get your kill, you get your heal sage. off. Yeah. Yeah. When I first started playing Valorant, I was really bad, so I played sage because I was like, oh, I can heal the good players. I'm mm -hmm. fine. And I used to finish a game with like 20 assists. Yep. Because I just, I just heal Flumper and Jay. <laughs> I just be like, go on, you guys go do the killing. I'll just yep. try and stay alive. <laughs> I just like, I like, uh, well. I like playing different parts of the team because then I know, you know, like what my role is. Like when I play Killjoy, I am very reserved. If I play Killjoy, I'm probably bottom fragging. I don't care though. My, my goal is just to hold a point, right? Or be mm -hmm. an annoying entry in terms of, uh, of covering the flanks, like stuff like that. If I'm raised, I'm probably going to die a lot, you know? Probably going to yeah. die a bunch. But my goal is just to take two or three people off of the point so my team can run in. If I'm Phoenix, I've got a lot of fun opportunities. I think it's just that a lot of these kids played Fortnite, right? That's what started. And Fortnite is a very solo game. And you can play Fortnite solo if you're good, you know? That's why the Four Corners yeah. Challenge works. But if you're not good, you need to understand that it's a team-based game. Just the thing I hate the most, especially as a streamer, because we talk to our chats, right? Is talking to my chat and then looking back over at my screen and then seeing one of my teammates with no health. And I'm like, hey, are you fighting anybody? Oh yeah, I got a team on me. What? <laughs> you didn't think that would be a cool thing to let the rest of us know? Yeah, but it's like, cool. yeah I want to kill them all. It's like, yeah, okay, bud. But you can't. But it is, it's awesome to see that Valorant uh, was won by 100 Thieves because now that's uh, LCS two call of duty tournaments mm -hmm. and valorant all and, all back in COD. and they weren't all in cod last year yeah so 100 thieves excited for that is getting wins and they're doing a good job they're doing a good job i'm so excited i'm so excited for their return to the cod the I'll cod franchise COD again yeah, yeah yeah and now optics optic oh man it's gonna be a good year i'm curious to see if, if oh i almost said stump i'm curious to see if scump is going I was, I was like are you gonna say stump there I almost did. I'm curious to see if Scump's gonna make like this year or next year his last year. And he's gonna switch to content. My man's been getting fined a lot. <laughs> yes. Yes, he has. I mean, he's got enough money. It's probably not too much of an issue, but that's fine. Stink. It's fine. Stink. All right. Go ahead. Gabe, we're at an hour, but do you want to talk about Cyberpunk? Because it's we're coming at an out hour today. already? Frick. Mm -hmm. We talked about tea kettles for too long, dude. Oh, bro. Don't, don't, make, me, don't make me go back there. Um, well, well, just quick about Cyberpunk, because I've talked about it enough, and you guys can check it out on my just Twitch and my YouTube channel. Yeah, just yeah, go just check, me, check me out. Uh, basically, all that happened today is it's actually good for me as a content creator. Uh, Cyberpunk came out early for streamers. It came out uh, about three hours ago now. So I'm assuming most of the big content creators are going to be playing for the next 12 to 16 hours. And then so when I get 100, on... 100,000 people are currently watching, watching on Twitch. Let, let me have a look. Yeah, check. How many are we up to now? 959,000. Yeah, probably hit a million. It is kind of early still. Mm-hmm. Game goes live uh, for me at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So I'll be live probably about an hour before that playing it uh, and see how I like it. I will say real quick, as someone who is a very big fanboy of this game and has been talking about it nonstop, my expectations are that it's going to be a game. It's going to have glitches, as Woodsy calls me, the exploit Barbosa. I'm sure it's going to have a lot of problems, but I'm there for the story. I hope the story's good. If the story is broken, that's what's going to make me sad. I've heard the story's a little short, the main story. The yeah, side quests are cool. 
yes, the main story is 20 hours. Um, it's just like any other RPG, though. If you only do the main story, you can finish it pretty quickly. People don't play RPGs for the story. They play for the side quest, um, just as Woodsy knows very well, and I know very well uh, with Immortals Phoenix Rising. I, I am so far into that game, and I, yep. like, I've not, you know? I yeah. am far, and I am not. I think I've put, like, nearly 30 hours in. I'm still, like, only two, two regions out of five in. Yeah. Which, at this point, you could easily finish the game. Easily. I, I'm so strong. But, we're like, we're trying not to. Yeah, I, I have every single combat upgrade. This is now the Immortal Phoenix Rising section. We're done with Cyberpunk. <laughs> I have, yeah, I have every single fun. combat upgrade, and I am nasty in a fight. Like, I'm now consistently getting to 70 on my combo meter. And it's oh, yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's so much fun. And I could easily, like, um, I was in Ares area. I believe that's where you're at, too, right? Uh, I've just moved into Hephaestus, yeah. Hephaestus, uh, okay. I'm, I, I, I was finishing Ares up yesterday on stream. Yeah, so I was, I'm in Ares area, I believe, right now. Or Hephaestus. I don't know which one. Which one's on the right? Both. Right bottom. Uh, Ares. Ares. Okay, so I'm in Ares area, and I accidentally discovered the Wraith Lair, and I went in and beat it in one shot. And I was like, oh, I'm too powerful. Okay, let me go do more vaults. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go do other stuff and have fun. So the, in that terms, I think Cyberpunk will be couple hundred hours my guess yeah it could be i feel like me because uh, me playing it that way now i'll hopefully maybe play cyberpunk that way well i'll just be like oh what's this mm -hmm. and just kind of enjoy it. it it just annoys me that everybody's got an issue with something man nowadays there's a whole article that came out about how cyberpunk there's a developer who's playing cyberpunk who has his hours public and he's now at 250 hours on his playthrough and he hasn't beaten the main story and people are saying how that's a problem that you can get that far into a game without being the main story and it's just like, what do you want, man? It's a $60 game. To give some people the ability to play for that many hours, like, what, what do you want? And then someone else wrote an article saying that the story, just like Woodsy said, is short. It's 20 hours, which is true. It's about 20 hours of main story. And they're saying, what a waste of a $60 game for a 20-hour storyline. Freaking can't make the internet happy anymore, man. With no. nothing. You know? No. People like to complain about things. People are people are too angry. Um, all right. Before we wrap this podcast up, I do want to talk to you guys about what's happening on the next episode of the podcast. Our next episode of the podcast is episode 10. It is our season finale of the Beers and Bees podcast. Our first season has come to a close. Episode 10 has already been filmed. It was a lot of fun. We had Bebs. We talked to our I mods. You did get attacked. You did. I got attacked. To be fair, probably should have done a mod meeting. Now we know why mod meetings are important. And you'll yeah, hear about it in the podcast. See how not to run a mods on your stream. Just watch that podcast because I get attacked. You get attacked, but you, get, you do get attacked from a loving place, though. Because to be mm. fair, that person wouldn't be on the podcast if they actually didn't like you. Because that was a that was a a little bit of more of a scary risk for them, as uh, as we saw their, their how nervous they were the entire time. That's okay. Um, but uh. You're, also, your mods bully you on stream all the time. But anyways, oh, the Modcast so was fun. We got to have a little bit of a, a background view of what it's like to be a mod. Um, I actually learned a lot of stuff, which I liked, because there's a lot of stuff that we don't know. Um, one of the things that I learned and I got some more information on is how often my mods get whispered from viewers, which as a streamer, I don't really think about that that often, but apparently it happens a lot. And so I just... a another thank you uh to the mods for taking that because that's weird it's weird that they get whispered that much um i it's apparently 
I promoted a DMP3 giveaway, and then my mod got whispered to see if they can get extra entries into it, which is like, how do you even think that's even remotely connected? Like, I don't know, but my mod was very kind about it and even directed them to the Gleam and told them they could get extra entries if they finished all of the things and subscribed. And I was like, Damn. you didn't even have to do that, but you did, and I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, Modcast was was sick. It was fun. It was a good time. We we had a lot of fun there. So next episode is pre-recorded. There's no news in that, nothing like that. After that episode, we are taking a, did I say one or two weeks break? I don't know, because I'm going back to the UK at one point for like a few days, so... We'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back uh, with uh, with season two, episode one. We'll one. be back. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash beers and beans. There That's you go. Beers and beans. And you'll get, get an update from that. And uh, I am going to do something, something new on my channel where we will be watching probably three or four a week uh, highlights from the Beers and Beans podcast to get some people more excited about that. So if you haven't checked us out on YouTube yet, youtube.com slash a bunch of numbers. I don't know. It's going to be down below in the description. You'll be able to find out exactly where our YouTube is, the Beers and Beans podcast on there. Uh, and I think that's it. That's all I've got for talking about season 10 or see, episode 10. Nice. I keep saying that, man. Yeah, you said season 10. I've said no. it so many We're not times. There yet. No, it's not so anymore. Episodes, maybe, and we'll get there. But we've got some cool guests. We're going to change up the format a little bit too for yep. the new season, but it's going to be Pog. And, um, you know, Woody won't ramble on for ages about Rocket League, but okay. I probably will. Rocket League's fun. Probably, probably will. <laughs> Rocket League's a good time. <gasps> we should get a Rocket Leaguer on. We should find someone. And get I mean, a rock. No, someone is is nuts, but it's Dingo, so he won't talk to us. Oh, he won't. Yeah, he won't get on. No, <laughs> um, but we'll we'll see. We'll see if I can pull some strings and find any good Rocket Leaguers. If you guys know any good Rocket Leaguers, tweet at him. Of a Rocket League episode, tweet at him. Let's let's make it happen. We'll find a way to make it happen. Also, send us a picture of your tea kettles. If you made it this I far in the really podcast, I really worried where you were going with that. Then, but send just tea kettles. T- <laughs> tea kettles, man. <laughs> Show us okay. them tea kettles. <laughs> tweet tweet your tea kettles I'm, at beers I'm and beans. <laughs> at beers and beans, and we'll retweet your tea kettles. <laughs> we'll retweet your tea kettles. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna send mine in. Oh, I'll send mine in. We'll we'll start the trend. Send your tweet. <laughs> send your tea kettles to at beers and beans. All right, everybody. You thank you for like watching. Cor- corpses, cats. You're gonna have beers. Beers, beers, and, beers and beans. Beers, tea, tea kettles. kettles. All right. Oh, God, God. I'll let you do the outro. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's okay. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Again, feel free to check me out on twitch.tv slash gbarbosa. I'm going to be playing a frick ton of cyberpunk. Check out Woodsy over at twitch.tv slash xwoodsy playing a frick ton of Rocket League. We thank you guys for hanging out with us. Make sure you use code gbarbosa or code woodsy in the Epic Game Store for xwoodsy for whatever you purchase. (laughs) Code xwoodsy, one more time. For whatever you purchase, if you don't use our codes, use somebody's. We appreciate you guys hanging out. Thank you so much for subscribing. I think we're at 35 subscribers on spotify which is pretty sick um yeah so thank you guys for hitting that subscribe button it just means you get the podcast and you get a nice little notification thank you so very much we appreciate you we'll see you after the modcast episode for a brand new season goodbye everybody take it easy Goodbye. Goodbye. bye